Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We're going to review martial arts movies over and over. And this time, my name, as always, is Mike McCarran. And with me is the guy who is five foot six, but is six foot even with an afro, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, bud? Hey, how are you? Thank you for <laughs> making my, my six inch afro. <laughs> well, you it know. Needs, it needs a trim. It definitely needs it, definitely needs a trim this time of year. It's just before Christmas and going around. Using it like a toque at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It keeps my keeps my little round fat head warm. So yeah. You're like Curly from the old Harlem Globetrotters cartoon where you keep all your shit in it. Remember? Yes. He used to pull his bicycle and shit out of his hair. Yeah, exactly. We gotta get out of here. He would pull a goddamn tricycle out of his fucking afro and fucking Shriner's car out of his afro. Start hauling ass. <laughs> so this week uh we are looking at the very classic black exploitation film black belt jones from 1974 i uh i honestly i don't I haven't seen this one before this is my this was my first time i watched it twice uh over the last week or so and yeah. it was the first time and man whoo um there's a lot to talk about here <laughs> no, there's a lot to unpack in this it's <laughs> a lot to go over <laughs> this is and, like this is like when you order enter the dragon off of wish.com <laughs> True story. i saw i saw this i saw this right after enter the dragon because i saw jim kelly as williams and then yep. i saw oh black belt jones hey look it's williams from enter the dragon i better check this out and uh yeah quite a quite a different film overall but uh, it actually got me interested in the whole black exploitation genre so i had been renting um you know martial arts films you know whatever i could get and then this was kind of a crossover that kind of led me down to like shaft and you know superfly and stuff like that so yeah let's get in let's get into this uh let's this get right into this gem. have you ever seen the sequel to this no there's a sequel to this called hot potato <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the second or the third because uh, Jim Kelly apparently signed a three picture deal, and there was this and the movie called Hot Potato, also known as Twist the Tiger's Tail, <laughs> which is a real sharp downturn from this one. <laughs> and then I think there might have been a third one, or he just kind of fell off after this after the uh, after the one I just mentioned after Twist the Tiger's Tail. Not a lot after that. You can watch that one if you if you want to. <laughs> that one's free on YouTube. <laughs> So if you want to check that out, I don't necessarily recommend it, but it's good for a laugh. Oh, uh, okay. So you mentioned Ender the Dragon. That was 73. This followed up in 74, um, starring Jim Kelly, obviously. Scatman Crothers as Pop Bird and Gloria okay. Hendry as Sydney. So yeah. bring it. So, well, there's so much to unpack in just what you said there. You know, it's a martial <laughs> arts film starring Jim Kelly 
and Scat Man Carruthers. <laughs> like this is like Freddie Weintraub, right? The guy that that produced Enter the Dragon, and it's and the same director, Warner. Robert Klaus, yeah. yeah, and Warner Brothers, and all this. So you're sitting down, and you're like, okay, here's some high quality cinematics, <laughs> and all of a sudden we cut to a, a karate dojo. Where the master is Scatman Crothers, who dressed like in a, a pimp. silk vest, in a silk vest. It looks like you should be dealing blackjack on a fucking riverboat. Right? And I was watching it, and I was like, "Was Scatman Crothers like doing another film on the lot next door?" And they're like, "Hey, man, we can use him." <laughs> when they break he can come over he's not going to do a wardrobe change though he said fuck that I ain't changing wardrobe I'm he's background my... Kenny Rogers the gambler yeah. video yeah. or some yeah. shit in the background on the other my, lot my goddamn riverboat costume and I'm coming straight to the set <laughs> and some people who haven't seen this might be thinking oh Scatman Carruthers I didn't know he was a martial artist he most yeah. certainly is not <laughs> he's not Yeah, you are not confused in that vein he is He's not, not. A <laughs> and nor nor i don't think are any of the people in the dojo that he quote unquote runs but he's like he's in the dojo and like every martial arts film i had seen at that point like it was always you know the dojo was in trouble and there was like rival gangs but papa bird like owes gambling money <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> To the local mob. Yeah, the mob comes in to collect and his students kick the shit out of them. And he <laughs>, laughs. He's just like, ha ha. He's like, Papa Bird, you got to stop that gambling. He's like, oh, all right. And he yeah, jumps out the fucking window. He jumps out the window and pieces out. Like, that's like oh, the fuck. old, like, you're just like, what is, what is going on here? It's such a weird clusterfuck of of plot so i i did break the plot down into four kind of chunks so we can sort of take yeah, it sorry, in, I, I in a little a bit little, here i jumped it's right okay because man crothers because like how do you how do you not jesus christ you can't not like <laughs> he's and i mean he was in chico and the man do you know what i mean like he's he's been around as an act he oh, was in the shining famously in the, in the shining you know he's the yeah, janitor in the shining like he's, he's bald he's bald in the shining but this he's got like this this afro sheen relaxed pimp hairdo looking like a <laughs> looking like a wet but well combed dog like <laughs> oh dude okay let's get into this and and break the first act down because otherwise we're going to talk all fucking night about it cuz you you certainly could holy shit okay Act one, mob guys take a business dude to a winery, they discuss the deal, and then they kill this businessman slash police informant. They put him in the wine vat, which is sealed up with money. Uh, Black Belt Jones then foils an assassination attempt in a parking lot, which leads to the opening credits. His boss then tries to recruit him to go after the mob guys at the winery. Black Belt Jones refuses. The boss thinks he'll do it anyway. Some students uh, at a university try to get a low-level criminal named Pinky and his gang to stop selling drugs in their community. Uh, when the mob shows up and convinces Pinky to get possession of Pop Bird's karate school. The last holdout in the neighborhood before a large civic center is built. Pinky's thugs go to the st- school to try and strong-arm Pop and his students, but they get beat up and have to retreat. So, Well, first of all, I loved I loved the black student council that comes in to uh, <laughs> raid Pinky's bar. And they come in, and they're kind of like, you know, Black Panthers, and they're just like, all right, you're not going to do this. 
and Pinky's gang just immediately just grabs them and stops them in their tracks. And one of the student council guys had a pipe, and Pinky yeah. grabs it and he goes, "What were you gonna do with this?" Bam! <laughs> smokes him on the head with it. Smokes him in the face, and then lays his face down on the pool table and is about to show him how good he is at pool and shoot the pool ball into his mouth, which gets broken up. But I actually I actually love that because they come in and like, we're the black student council. We're going to stop this. We're going to stop this. And Pinky just walks in and goes, what are y'all, a bunch of commies? Bam, bam. <laughs> Call them a bunch of commies. <laughs> oh, it's that's – I thought those guys were the thugs. When they walked, I was like, oh, there's thugs going into this bar or whatever. We're no. the – you're the black student council. I'm like, you're the student council? Like, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the guy's like 32, right? Like, where right? are you a student? Because <laughs> you have a full handlebar mustache. <laughs> okay, so the 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 opening part, they the, the mob guys kill this informant dude. Yeah. There's a guy, one of the mob guys looks just like Howard Cosell, and it fucking threw me off. Yeah, that's Big Tuna. Big Tuna. He looks just like Howard Cosell. It fucked with me. Well, no, he doesn't actually look like Howard Cosell. He looks like John Voight in that shitty Howard Cosell makeup in that Ali film. <laughs> That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. If if John Voight in that makeup had a baby with the actual Howard Cosell. Yeah. The bad guys look hilarious. They're very 70s. They they kill this dude and put him in the fucking wine barrel and tell them to mark it down because he's shit in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He shit his pants before he marked that wine down because he shit his pants before he died. <laughs> but yeah, you got the big fat Italian guy tuna, and then and then the other guy that looks like uh, young Bruce Jenner, but with like a like a mushroom cap uh, haircut, which I thought yeah was yeah yeah pretty dope. that's um that's Mel Novak. Mel, Mel Novak has been in fucking. Dozens and dozens of movies. That guy has worked steadily from 1967. He's still putting movies out now. Like, multiple movies. The longest gap he's had from 67 until 2021 is like five years (laughs) without putting a movie out. He was in Mannix. He was in Game of Death. He was in Beretta. Those are probably the only three things out of his entire roster that you've heard of. (laughs) They're all like straight to video shit. But motherfucker's a working steady actor for more than 50 years. And they they take they take these stereotypes of these Italian guys because you see when oh. tuna tuna's eating spaghetti like all right he's Italian <laughs> we'll make him eat spaghetti but he's just gonna he's gonna chew on it like a hungry dog he's gonna like, eat it like a duck yeah it's terrible and he's oh like, my oh. god yeah so they're all going mamma mia like like that fucking fat guy in the alley in in fucking return of the dragon yeah Yeah. anytime anybody wants to make a martial arts film they have to put italians in the italians have to go mamma mia (laughs) but we'll we'll get to we'll get to when the gangster says mamma mia a little bit later because i thought that was fucking hilarious but that's fucking hysterical let's, let's continue the other thing the other thing that made me crack the fuck up is when the the cops are like listening in via the watch to their informant before he gets killed. Yes, and do nothing. And then they don't do fucking anything. Thank they're you. they're listening to their informant get murdered. There's nobody close by. There's nobody there to help. They don't give a fuck. Like they don't, <laughs> they don't care at all. Because well, then he's just like he's just like ah shit. And then he's like t- talking to Black Belt Jones. He's like, 
yeah, I lost three guys. And Black Belt Jones is like, and you want me to be the fourth. But I'm like, yeah. no wonder you keep losing guys because you're doing absolutely nothing to protect them. You're only putting them in danger. Like, you're constantly putting them into situations where they're wearing a wire and you are nowhere nearby for backup. And you're making a snuff film. <laughs> Just yeah. the audio version of a snuff film. That's it. And everybody <laughs> refers to him as Black Belt Jones. Like, that fucking kills me. Like when they introduce him, yeah. hey, look, Sydney, this is Black Belt Jones. <laughs> Black Belt Jones. This is Black Belt Jones. Even himself, when he's on the phone, he fucking answers the phone. Yeah, this is Black Belt Jones. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> to people he's never met before. <laughs> like if I was really good at riding a motorcycle and I just fucking went around referring to myself as motocross Chad. <laughs> like, yo. This is motocross Chad. What? what? Motocross Chad. I'd be putting oh, my hand over the speaker. Do you know anybody named motocross Chad, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> and we have to talk about the credits because they break after that. They break to this TV show where I guess Black Belt Jones is like providing security or some shit. But there's an assassination attempt in the parking lot, and he just goes out and beats the living fuck out of like four guys. But he comes out of fucking nowhere, like over the. <laughs> Like, Over the car, mouth yeah, agape, jump down on this dude, they freeze frame. They do not in any way, shape, or form, like, set him up like, he's like, he just he just appears, like, coming over the hood of a fucking car. Like, we don't know how he got there, how he was informed. They're like, fuck it, we're going, we're going balls out. You're going to see this guy jump over the hood of the car, and he's just going to start kicking the shit out of people right out of the gate. It's going to hook them. It was awesome. Oh, my God. And, like, four or five dudes who, presumably, if they're going to kill somebody, they all have guns. Nobody shoots. Nobody fucking does a thing. They just try and fight him with their hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, And he's clearly smoking dudes because he's ridge-handing dudes. His yell, where he goes, Oi! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Which yeah. is clearly dubbed in because his mouth doesn't match ever what he's doing when he fights. Yeah, his mouth, his mouth. And he, <laughs> he, like, there is quite a difference from his fighting style as Williams in Enter the Dragon till after he does a movie with Bruce Lee. Because he's oh. really Bruce Lee in this up, man. He is Bruce Lee in the shit out of this. He's Bruce Lee in it up hard. And I looked up, did you watch the credits? The fight choreographer is Bob Wall. Oh, well, there you go. And that's why, right? Because Bob Wall came out after End of the Dragon and went right into the... He's one of the uncredited thugs at the very end. Oh, Jesus. He actually shows up in there. But yeah, he was the fight choreographer for the whole fucking thing. So Black Belt Jones beats the fuck out of like at least four of these dudes. The Foley is great. Okay, the Foley on this, there's... uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I counted counted only four. (laughs) Sounds? Yeah, they had four counts. For everybody, for Black Belt Jones, for for the thugs, for Gloria, for, you know, somebody drops a goddamn cracker on the floor. (laughs) Hey, and thank you for listening to this teaser episode of the podcast. Full episodes can be found at patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We do at least four episodes a month. Everyone gets one free. The other three are like this one, a teaser with the full show available with a subscription. Now there's five levels of subscription to choose from to suit any budget with the lowest being just five bucks per month. That's less than a rabbit harness leech thing on Amazon. I mean, what are you going to do with that? It's nice. I mean, don't get me 
Don't get me wrong, but think about it. You can walk your rabbit safely, or you can get over six hours of original entertainment to make your workout or commute or life better. Plus, access to all the past seasons, each season being 21 episodes. Patrons also get to be a part of the Dojo Crew. You become a producer of the show. And the best part is you don't have to do any of the hours of work it takes to create an awesome show every week. You just reap the benefits. It's awesome. So head on over to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast and become a patron. You'll have our eternal gratitude and the satisfaction of literally being a producer of the media you find most appealing. Thank you so much. We'll see you inside the dojo.